Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Trail Mix Podcast. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm not 100% sure where we're going tonight. We got, we, we're, <clears throat> Steve, we, I, I, Steven sent me a text message earlier and said, what, what are we talking about tonight? And I said, I don't know. I'm coming up blank. What do you got? And so we came up with something and our conversation right before we started recording, we got all kinds of ways we could go tonight. So. <laughs> Hang on tight. <laughs> yeah, we we may be making uh, ninety degree turns so fast, make your head spin. But man, it's probably ruffle some feathers. <laughs> that's 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 a possibility too. I'm we'll we'll see how things turn out here. <laughs> I wish there was a video on this one tonight. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> so anyway uh, which one do you want to where do you where do you want to start where do you want to start oh i don't know let's just jump in the pool <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down with that you dive right in so it's kind of funny like what you said like like we come up with a, our subject matter was uh outreach tonight um let me find the exact wording here yeah just outreach opportunities so I'm just going to preface this podcast with um, uh, some disclaimers, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if uh, I don't know what to say here. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Where do we say? I don't know. Don't take it personal, but uh, think about it. I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not kind of vague, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say I if, if you're listening to this, and by the time we get to the end, you understand what Stephen just said. That means it was for you. <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> uh, think of that. It's probably totally wrong, totally off. I don't know, it's not off color, but it may be wrong. I don't care. I was thinking that, like, there's a meme I've seen a few times. It's like, I don't know if it's Samuel L. Jackson or whatever. I don't know who put it together, but, anyways, I always says, the shoe fits, wear it, and lace it up, and wear it. So it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's too bold, but anyhow. Anyways, so we're talking about outreach. Um, try to be. I want to. I don't know what I want to say. I don't know how vague I want to be or how direct I want to be. Here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure people are listening. Just spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just think. Uh, it, so we talked, our subject matter is uh, outreach today. Taking what you learn outside the four walls and trying to reach people outside the four walls. But we're going to add a plot twist, twist to it. Um, how does, so if you take what you're learning inside those four walls of the church, take it outside, but then try to bring it back into the church so say promote it and encourage people to i don't know to promote it on their to promote it or get to come or serve help out with it so on and so so forth um what does that look like how much of a headache is that uh, does that make sense does that sound right yeah yeah that makes sense <clears throat> so i think now, if I get too sideways or say something incorrectly, you know, feel free to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, like we were just discussing earlier, you know, about five minutes ago, it's just, you, it's tough sometimes, I think, a lot when you take what you learn in church and try to do your own thing. And then bring it back to promote it in a good way and 
than the, uh, I don't know, lack of a better term, the church doesn't care. Mm -hmm. So, which is super discouraging in some case, in, in all cases, you know? Yeah. Uh, what do you, what, help me, what do you think? What do you elaborate or add to that, if you will? Because we we had a pretty good, I kind of shut my mouth because I'm like, this needs to go on tape. <laughs> um I I think I think what our our thing is kind of kind of boiling down at least this first bit here is How do I, I, <laughs> we're trying to choose our words really carefully to our table. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I think sometimes I get into that choosing words too carefully. Sometimes I think. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. But so okay, so we'll just I'll just make this kind of a hypothetical thing. So I'm I I'm going to uh I'm going to put on some sort of ministry. You know, I'm going to start a ministry or start um yeah, much like you did with the way outside, you know, you got you had this idea, you did th work through all the different things, brainstorming, all that stuff, <clears throat> and then you bring it to your church. How is it received by? And this is, I think, this is mainly like the leadership of the of your church more than anything, because. Because really, they're the the decision makers of you know what they're going to uh, what they're going to jump in with, what they're not going to jump in with. Um, and granted, I understand having been in church leadership that there's this is not as simple as I'm making it sound. Um, but. <clears throat> Mike's freaking out, man. Mm, what is going on? Alright. Now it stops. I don't know what that was about. I don't either. Alright. Yeah, I saw it up there doing a little thing. I I don't know what that was all about. Weird. <clears throat> um apparently I was about to say something stupid. <laughs> um so you you're starting this this ministry or you're you're hosting you're planning this event whatever it might be um and so you bring it to your your church leadership and you know, like I said before, how is it received? Is it, 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 I, I could tell you how it should be received. You know, if it's, uh, a, a gospel focused event, um, that your sole purpose is to, uh, share the gospel and share the love of Jesus with, with, anybody and everybody that comes to it <clears throat> then it should be received like oh that's awesome what can we do to help what can we do to back you up um but i i think a lot of times at least it gives the perception that 
um, it's 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 more about like a, it's almost like a popularity contest. Yeah. And um, like I know I've I've seen this before where um, somebody will bring a, a a ministry or an event to uh, the, the church and because they are quote unquote, a, uh, nobody in church, you know, they don't, they're not serving on any kind of boards. They're not serving on any kind of like, uh, being an usher or a deacon or whatever, whatever might be. They're just kind of at church, you know? And because of that, it almost seems like they don't get they don't have the same clout that if an elder of the church would bring that same event, it would have been a totally different out outcome. Um, and granted, I know that is just a, a kind of outside looking in perception of of all of that and because you, you're not really privy to any of the details you know conversations that have been had whatever but it's still like you said it's still very discouraging when you have this gospel-centered event or ministry whatever it might be that just doesn't seem to have the backing of of your your church leadership that um, you think it should. And, right. and it's it's I mean it's hard because we're every every ministry, every outreach event is or should be focused on the same thing. Which should put every ministry, every outreach event on the same plane. But it seems like we tend to uh, prioritize isn't the right word, but kind of give it, le give each one like levels, like yeah, this is a level one event. This is a level level ten event. Would be like a Billy Graham revival or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if any of that rambling made any sense whatsoever, but that makes sense. It's it's tough. It's I can see where. You can get scurs like if your, ch your church doesn't, uh, you know, want to help out or back you up. You know, it's like you're like, wait a minute, didn't you just? I'm like, isn't that the purpose of our church? Mm -hmm. Isn't that what you preach? Well, you know, you preach X Y Z. The Bible even says that. So now we're doing that, and. You know, you can't get the time of day from anybody. It's like, are you serious? You know, mm -hmm. like you, before we got married, like you, you would use the term click. And I'm like, and you, then you just use the word clout a minute ago. So it's like, you're like, so it kind of feels like that a lot of times, you know, these people that are, and so then that just squashes the idea or, just wants it keeps people from wanting to do more stuff outside, mm -hmm. you know. Those four walls, like, well, we'll just we'll see if we can like get somebody to come to church, maybe. Mm -hmm. well, that person may never come to church, but they might come to your event, right? Find Jesus, right. you know. So I mean, no, I've, I've had that line of thought for a long time. It just drives me up the wall. <clears throat> I think people get so ingrained into just like, well, this is how our church works. So I'm like, well, that's great. I understand that. But like, if you're going to 
talk about it. Why not put your money where your mouth is? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get on, well, get out of your groove. So, yeah, it's it's super discouraging when your church won't. You're, I'm using air quotes here. You can't see them, people, but church won't help them out. They're like, well, we're busy, or oh, we got this, or oh, we don't want to be really involved, blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding me? And the reason I'm doing this. Right. You know? So. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's a different. I mean, the people Jesus spoke to, they, he, I mean, he used like so many different analogies and parables. To relate to people it wasn't like one set of i mean essentially when you get down to it there was like all right this is xyz but to explain xyz he told it in a form and fashion that these people understood so <clears throat> you're going to church and you getting the uh the nuts and bolts and then you take those nuts and bolts outside the four walls of the church, and you're like, hey, not everybody understands these nuts and bolts. But if we take these nuts and bolts and put it, we build something with it, now they get it. So you bring it back to church, you're like, hey, we're doing this thing. They're not, eh, good for you. We don't want to be involved. How could you not be involved? Does that make sense? Yep. Yep, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, it makes sense, was, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so, and then now you have people that don't want to do anything. They're like, now they've been like, well, I guess we're not really promoting Jesus outside of these, you know. We're just going to talk about it and not do anything outside. Right. So there you go. Yes. Which is, is the, the worst, the worst part about that scenario is that that gives the enemy such a foothold in just that line of thinking. Like, excuse me. Um, to take the the discouragement and then go one step further and go, well, I guess we're not going outside the four walls anymore, yeah. which may, which may or may not be the case. You know, it, it's, that's just one of those, those lies that, that Satan starts telling you. And, yeah. and then it just, things just start, um, you know, you run through conversations or, um that you've had in your mind and all of a sudden you start remembering things that were said and then those things that were said are now playing into the lie that satan has just told you because at this point satan's kind of in the driver's seat of like yep you're gonna hear this this way this this way and that that way and Cause it's so easy for him to do it when you get to that level of discouragement, you know? And, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's so easy to get discouraged, even though we're not supposed to get discouraged. So as sometimes it's just can be so like, sometimes as much as we want our church to back it, You know, be a part of it. And churches like, no, I don't want anything to do with it. We're busy. You know, I cut my grass or whatever. Um, it's not a person that. So, 
I guess you need to kind of do a double check too, I guess. Like, are you putting as much as you want your church to back you or help you or promote this or just come help serve? Um, which they, I feel like they should, you know. Um, are you putting like all your hopes and dreams? on these, on your church, or um, are you trusting God will take care of it no matter what? I know it kind of just flipped everything on its side, but we have to look at that angle also. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're 100% right. You know, like, is that is that discouragement or whatever is that coming from um a uh, i don't know selfish might be a little bit strong of a word but um uh like this is something that i want to do that i would enjoy doing that i want to get done that you know there's a lot of i statements that can be made as far as that goes and you know. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Like, I struggled with that for a long time. Like, with this, what we do. It's like, I don't say I, like, look what I do, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I have to use the word we now because, well, I can't do what I do without one, number one, God. Number two, um, uh, my wife, you, I can't do what I do without you. Um, there's a whole train of people that I can't do what I do without, there's a, just a mountain of people. So it's like, um, I count on everybody to do what they can do. I know, I like to think I know everybody's abilities and capabilities and limitations and whatnot. But uh, you do have to uh, trust God a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I had, I, I, I had to learn that lesson on my, I don't want to say on my own, but like, because I would talk to my pastor a lot about X, Y, Z. And so, it's like it's my own ministry it just happened church just happened was gracious enough to let me keep everything there (laughs) you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah (laughs) so but i i can understand where like if you're doing like so the what we do is long term this the the firewood the food the podcast we're starting a running group, so on and so forth. That's all long-term. But I can see the point here where you're like doing short, short-term, having trouble talking like all weekend. <laughs> short-term, say like a one-nighter or a you know, three-day or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, where you're trying to uh, promote something. And those kind of things, I really think – I feel like the church should really jump in on those because it's like, hey, yeah, like you, you plan this thing. And the church's like, that's a great idea. Like the first words out of their mouth should be like, yeah, how can we help? What can we do to get this going? Because I'm like, that's great. You got all the people that come to your church whatever day of the week you have church on. That's fantastic. Let's have something outside that. Break the norm. So, uh, who knows you're going to reach? You know? Right. Yeah. You get your church, you get your comfort zone. Da 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 da. Uh, I'm not saying by any means that, you know, if you're a pastor or anybody, you have a title in church that you're not doing anything outside those four walls. I hope you should be. Um, but. And if something that comes along like that, you should just be like, hey, yeah, let's jump on that. Yeah, let's let's chuck the rule book 
<laughs> let's take our yeah that's great let's take our service to your to how can we help you know let's mm-hmm. fill it up let's get it there let's you know i just i really feel like that's how it should be you know yeah yeah but i mean that would be a, in the perfect perfect world i guess but i mean nothing's perfect here but i mean i'm not trying to make a few things like a little better Speak, hey, next Sunday, we're all gonna go here, blah blah blah. Be there, be square. We're gonna have church over here, church up there, whatever. Break the norm, blow some minds, you know? Yeah, or not? Who knows? I mean, you have to reach one person, that's one more. That's a person that wasn't going to heaven five minutes ago. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. What I'm saying, yeah. Everything's kosher. Nothing's weird. You know, you're not going to sacrifice a chicken or a cow or, you know, <laughs> what's the barbecue grill? I'm down. And he passed out. It's probably a little weird, but, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? You think of all these other religions? I mean, it, and I'm not comparing, I think I am, but like, you know, you think of like all these other groups that show up to do things, like whatever, pick your, pick your group that I'm just going to go to the Amish because I know I've seen the Amish, those Amish guys, man, holy buckets. Those dudes can work and they all show up, like they'll pick a whole barn up and move it. It's crazy. So yeah. like, what if we all... <laughs> What if the church went Amish and picked up and moved over for a place for a day and did something really fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Let's go Amish. There's an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. I think we just get comfortable, you know, leadership and the whole nine yards they just get comfortable i think sometimes in their church they have their own little circle they have their own little groove don't mess it up and you know just because they didn't come up with the idea i feel like sometimes they're just like well let me know how that works out or they don't even care it's like well that's great nice blah 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 you know bunch of no names pretty sure god uses everybody in the bible was a no name Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, take your title and chunk it off the window for a lot of time sometimes. So, oh. yeah, I said that. My bad. I don't care. No, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Please. I mean, why can't we just get along? Do something out of the quote unquote norm once in a while. You tell people we have church on Wednesday. Like, church on Wednesday? Yeah, because we all hunt on the weekends. You can go to our church on Sunday, but ain't nobody going to be there. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Those are my thoughts. I probably got more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, but you're you're right though. I mean, just sometimes I wonder if we get caught up on um like you you're talking about the title, you know. I I think there's a lot of aspects of the Christian life that people miss out on because they're they're caught up on that title like um um just uh we'll pick an easy example baptism yeah um i think a lot of people miss out on a really cool experience because they don't they don't think that they're qualified quote unquote to baptize somebody Which is mind blowing to me. I mean, especially uh, you read about uh, Philip and the the eunuch. Yeah. I mean, they they were like, "Hey, there's water right there. Let's do it." 
Let's go. Okay. That's just it. You don't have to. It doesn't. I know I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked here, but uh, it do, you don't it doesn't have to be a baptismal pool of eighty five and a half degree water. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. have to be a pastor that baptizes you or a a, a church leadership guide, elder, de- whatever. It doesn't have to be that. I, if you lead somebody, if you okay. That's kind of a misnomer where you lead somebody to Christ. You don't lead somebody to Christ. You just kind of help them along the way. Anyway, if somebody accepts Christ because of God working through you, I can't think of any better qualifications for anything for anybody to do that baptism than that. Yeah, totally. And I, th- I think it's like kind of the same thing with the, uh, with, I mean, it bleeds over into every other kind of aspect. Um, you know, if um, if there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a a new a new ministry or somebody in your church. Okay, so somebody in your church is talking to you, and they say, "Hey, you know, it'd be kind of cool to have a ministry that does this, whatever this is." Yeah. And so you're, you're all for it. You're like, yeah, it's a great idea. And then, excuse me, Japers, the, uh, we'll say a couple weeks go by and the, uh, the, it, it kind of does dissipates because the people in the church with a title for one reason or another, either don't like the idea, don't like the person, don't whatever, don't have the time, whatever the case might be. So then it just goes away. Well, and I gotta, I gotta tread lightly here because there is, you know, the, the whole submitting to the leadership and submitting to, to, um, uh, people to put in authority over you. Um, right. However, what does that, does that mean that you have to completely abandon your ministry idea because the people in authority over you don't like it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. God has specifically, if you know without a doubt, God has called you to do something. You're, you're obligated to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Whether, yeah, whether almost kind of like anybody likes it or not, like, I, I've been called to do this. So, oh. I would, I would find it, I would, I don't know, I, I, I would find it a lot if someone said, someone tried to, I don't know, never mind, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it because it won't be right, so, I get it, audio <laughs> <laughs> white out, whatever, uh, yeah. Now, I will say, no, not every, not everybody with like a leadership title is bad, I guess, if you will. Right. Because I, I don't want people to think like we're bashing leadership. We're not bashing leadership. We're uh, trying to get leadership to think outside the box. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah, because like, like like we said, you know, there, there's we are we are called to submit to the authority that's been placed over us because they've been placed over us by God. 
But at the same time, there's a caveat there because God is the ultimate authority. So if he's speaking to you and he's telling you to go do something, then then that's it. End of story. Yeah. I mean, if your leadership is like, I feel like if your leadership is like completely against you, I think either one or two things is happening. Like, whatever you want to go or quote unquote call, call to do is like, I don't know, completely outrageous and dangerous or maybe you double check your leadership or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Run, run them, run them through the Bible. Cause there is a protocol for leadership. So, and I'm, I'm not gonna, um, I'm trying to get out of this leadership. I kind of got caught in a rut. I don't want to say, I don't know <laughs> by any way, shape, or form, or like knock or degrade leadership in church. You know what right. I'm saying? Yes, yes. So, but. With that, I'm out of the run. I feel like I'm just like jammed in there for a minute. Jam out of there. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna stop right there because I don't want anybody getting any like misconceptions of what we're saying. So right, right, and that's that's um, a valid point. We're not, you know, like I said, church leadership, any any kind of leadership is placed there by God. So that in and right. of itself, yeah, that is deserving of. Uh, uh, respect and and so on and so forth. Correct. So, <clears throat> which be another, you know, that's a whole other lesson learned, you know. So, I've had to learn that. So, yeah, because like, you know, I had the problem. My problem is like. I don't know. I tell my wife all the time. It's like. Some some of my best friends are pastors, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <sighs> <clears throat> oh, they get that 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 noise I just made. They'll totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'd be listening. Going, I've heard that before. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyways. No, leadership's good. Pastors are good. <clears throat> Which works for me because I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I would say I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like, I, I need to be, I'm, I'm good, but uh, I don't know. I need to be kept in check once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> like the loose dog in the yard. <laughs> all right so transitioning back to um outreach yeah um my my first one of my first thoughts anyway was um you know you had in the text message you said you were talking about different new outreach opportunities or, or ideas for new outreach opportunities. And, um, so it, it, it got me to, to thinking about, you know, what, um, how, how would you know what kind of opportunities to look for? Like, um, well, just for like, I don't know. Say we're outdoorsy types, so you look for some yeah. for outdoor ministry. I got your answer. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> so it's my tour buddy. I'm like, take whatever you're good at, and I just add Jesus to it. <laughs> yes. Serious. I'm so serious. Like, it's like I love splitting wood. I love feeding people. Um, what else? I love running, physical fitness, and, <clears throat> and we got to 
get a new one that I never thought I would see coming for a lot. I'm not going to say it out loud yet because we haven't. I can tell you off air, but it's not bad, people. But like, just haven't quite completely nailed it down 100%. So, and yeah, just take it and just like, just. I have just if you're a believer and you like I don't know what your niche is, whatever you're really good at. Like I know I'm like <clears throat> you like electricity and singing. So it's like <laughs> I like singing also. I found out I like speaking more than I sing I'm singing, I think, but my wife still says I'm really, really good at singing, so anyhow, um you just you just kind of find a way to add Jesus to whatever, like, how are we talking about? Like our church, our church is on Wednesday nights. So like people are like, why is your church on Wednesday night? Not Sunday. Like, cause we all hunt. They're like, Oh, you hunt. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Or, uh, like, uh, the wood rack on my truck. They're like, what's with the wood rack? I'm like, oh, I, I run a firewood ministry. Or, uh, it's just, yeah. I just think that's, if you're sitting around, you're like a believer and you're taking to heart what your pastor says and he's, a, you know, uh, you need to go out and spread the word. You're like, well, how in the world am I going to spread the word? What are you good at? What are you really good at? What do you absolutely enjoy? Blah, blah, blah. Maybe you like fishing. Maybe you like golf. Maybe you like start a, start a Christian golf club for crying out loud. Start <laughs> taking buddies, take a, take a, take your buddies fishing you know like hey man we're gonna do this little fishing deal like have a little bible study and go hit the water and go fish you know mm-hmm. uh, i know it sounds like uh hey it doesn't sound like anything because you're you're being up front with them you're not hiding anything like yeah we're gonna have a little bible study you know and then go fish and people are like oh that's cool let's do it you know so uh whatever that's what i tell people whatever you're good at what do you absolutely enjoy I like, I think my, one of my favorite things is like, like what we do is climbing or hiking. I just, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. Cause I really like that doing it by myself or just you. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, that's like my time. That's my time. Good God. Or whatever. So but everything else. I mean, yeah, that's what we do. Like the firewood thing. I would have never guessed. You told me I was going to like go from whatever I used to do, being super naughty to delivering firewood to, yeah. And I use it on the job all the time. And we will be right back after these messages. I don't know. Looks like you're muted. Can you hear me now? There you go. Uh, I was rolling too, and they cut me. <laughs> yeah, it went down, and I'm like, and we'll be back after these short messages. So the uh, the program that we use for our uh, video video chat is called Ring Central. Well, they started a new thing this month where they're limiting the length of the meetings that you can have. Whereas before they had it was unlimited length. Uh, so now we're limited to fifty minutes per meeting, and yeah. so it. I completely forgot about it, <laughs> and then it, <laughs> and it wasn't even no warning. A, a warning would have been nice. Yeah, no warning, nothing, just bam. Yeah, no more. You're done. No more. Bye. Thanks for playing. Yes. So. So where? <laughs> go ahead. No, I just was gonna say, uh, where were we? <laughs> we were just talking about. Um, 
oh, outreach. And how to go about doing it. And I was like, I was rambling on about how what we do, or just take what you really, really love and add Jesus to it. It was and essentially was what I was saying in a nutshell, but I was just going on because I was fired up. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. Right. What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts? You know, I, 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 Totally agree. I love the I love the idea because it's so simple. Take what you love because ultimately what you love is more than likely what God has gifted you to do anyway. Yeah, perfect. So you're just giving that back to him and saying, okay, God, you have gifted me in this. Here it is. Use it however you want to use it. And I'm going to we're just by simply combining that with the gospel and i th- i think that if more of us were to do that w- we would see a revival like we've never seen before yeah yeah well, that's what i'm talking about um That'd be awesome. yeah uh because now a lot of it has to do with and I don't want to get too deep into this particular group of weeds, but there's, you know, the different styles of evangelism, right? And so knowing where you fall on that spectrum is, is good. Um, you know, cause I mean, I guess, cause I, the reason I say I don't want to get too deep into these weeds is because ultimately it doesn't matter. The, the, different styles quote-unquote of evangelism is just human words that we've put on something that is built into us anyway um because you i mean you already know if you're comfortable with um building relationships you know if you make friends easily um or if you're if you really like to uh stand on a street corner and have debates with random strangers uh, <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> yeah no not 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 i um not I. or if you have a um if you just get a lot of joy out of helping your neighbor, you know, mowing their lawn for no reason whatsoever and not asking for anything in return. You know, all three of those things are three different styles of evangelism. And so it's the what style is more comfortable for you is already built into you and you know that you're comfortable doing it. You just may not know what the term is or whatever. But if you're if you're taking what you love and you're mixing Jesus in the middle of it, then I mean, number one, you're gonna reach people that are totally or can be totally unreachable by the church. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I guess I will say for um, those uh, different styles, knowing how to present the gospel or having kind of a, um, you know, a roadmap for that if you're not, you know, if you're not like, like I am a huge testimony guy. I, I love testimonies. And so... I'm more of like the storytelling type of evangelist that, um, but there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can present the gospel. Uh, one, my, my favorite one is called the, I don't know if you ever heard of, uh, the Romans road. Yes. Yeah. I love that one. Cause it's so simple. It's all in one book and it covers it from beginning to end like yeah 
we've all fall we've all fallen we've all sinned fallen short of the glory of god you know the wages of sin is death uh god demonstrates his own love um and it's it's just super simple for me um And I don't know. I guess the more that I think about it, the more that this stuff is just gonna flow. Like you don't, yeah. you don't need to know what style of evangelist you are. What you know, all of this stuff. It, it, Paul didn't like. Oh, I would go, but I need to know. I need to know which what style of evangelism I'm gonna be doing. You know what I mean? Like. Um, because that's, that's taking, that's taking some of the responsibility onto yourself. Yeah. And I think, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that it's, uh, the whole thing is all by God for him, by him. That's my, my mantra is. (laughs) Yeah. I think whatever you're, I don't She's sort of niche. Whatever your niche is, like, you're going to run into those. Those are the people that, like, you're going to be able to relate, relate to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like the people I, I run into. I'm just, yeah. Like, majority of the problems they have, I've had. So, um, I'm completely relatable. I totally understand. So, I'm like, you know? I don't, I just, I don't like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I get where they're coming from, what their deal is. And like, Hey, we're going to judge you. We're going to help you. So mm-hmm. that's my deal. And like you said, it just, it comes, it comes super easy. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. And you, and you so, understand the lingo, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. And it's you know all these great um man, i just lost a word um it was right there hmm. uh, i can't remember what it is but word pictures of you know that would make uh somebody that under that is in that same niche make god and what jesus calls us to do and did for us understandable to them in terms that they understand right uh, you know, as far as like spreading the gospel, it, like I'm an electrician, so I, I've been I've thought about this a little bit, and like you know, God is God's the the. It, granted, this is extremely cartoonish, so and simple, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, as far as spreading the gospel, you know, God is. Uh, God is your breaker box and you're, you know, you're the wires that are going into that. Once you get plugged into that breaker box, now you could take, you could take power to this outlet that's in the wall over here. But if there's no wire there, then that outlet's just sitting over there. It doesn't do nothing. It's just worthless. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That just, like I said, that's, it's super, uh, like, Warner Brothers, but <laughs> yeah. no worries, man. Words, totally words. Well, hey, we're kind of all over the place tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that's not too surprising for. Uh, one shocker. Yeah. I think what it boils down to is, um, if you're if you're doing what God wants you to do, without a doubt. I guess it really doesn't matter to an extent of, you know, whether or not the church was going to jump on board with you. Um, I mean, is it kind of a bummer? Yeah, it's a bummer, you know, because you kind of want to. But then again, do you want the focus to be like, so I'm going to play like both sides here. Like, do you want the focus to be on fact that your church showed up or do you want the fact to be that God showed up? Yes. Um, hopefully it's the second one. And thirdly, I mean, would it be great for, you know, the church to be involved? Where did you go? Can you still hear me? Are you there? I'm here. Hello. I lost the video, but I oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> oh, lost your video. But anyways, like if the church, I mean, great to have the church there so they could see what you know, um, see that God showed up. So I mean, it's like uh, it's a big, it's kind of like it's a little messy picture, but the the main the main focal point of regardless or not the church shows up is that God shows up right? and it's God, you know, wants to be there and in his, you know, quote unquote, endorsing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Does that make sense? Yep. Total sense. hundred percent. Yeah. And then as far as <clears throat> starting a ministry, I mean, once you're a believer and you are, equipped with the Bible, I mean, you're not going to, I mean, you can study the Bible for it. And I'm not making an excuse by any stretch of imagination. You can study the Bible your entire life, which you should, uh, but which uh, take something that you really, 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 really enjoy, add Jesus to it, uh, take your Bible with you, maybe it's on your phone, whatever, still, I think it's the best to have uh the Bible with you. I'm trying to think of something. Anyways, so and just go for it. Do it because that's what I, you know, I feel that really works. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I still can't see you. Oh, there you back. <laughs> Perfect. But the, what you said about, uh, you know, what are your, what's what's the end game for your event or your ministry? You know, do you want, like you said, you want your church to show up or do you want God to show up? You right. want that to be the focus? And that is, I mean, that's the mindset that can absolutely decimate the discouragement that comes from when your your church or your friends or your family or whatever doesn't show up to back you if your mindset is what even if nobody shows up god's gonna show up sure then how how could you be discouraged yeah you know true well, I think that's our human side kicking in. Like, oh man, oh, absolutely. no one's called. No one wants to help. Blah blah blah. I I, I, I deal with that all the time. So it's a struggle. It's so easy to fall in that trap. Um, yes, yes, it is. So yeah, you have to remember who you're really doing it for. Yeah, you're not doing it for you. You're not doing it for your church. You're doing it because God has asked you to do it. So, yep, do it. Do it now. Do it now. Don't hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like Jonah and try to, I don't know. I don't know if that's an extreme. 
I don't know if that fits this scenario. Am I? No, you're, it doesn't fit this scenario because you're doing it. You're like you're actually doing. It. So you're like you're not running. Yeah. Away, so I mean, it it may fit depending on how you react to the discouragement. You know, if you you turn around and get discouraged and just throw your hands up and say, "Okay, fine, I'm going this way," God could turn you around in a very dramatic way. Uh yeah, for sure. Uh, that's for sure. Yep. Oh. So, so those are my final thoughts, even though I didn't preface it with here are my final thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, what can you say? Ditto. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, Yeah, I don't know. I I guess the only other thing that, and this just kind of came, I don't know if this necessarily fits 100% or not, but I think it's something that that uh, we, oh, when we're doing when when we're doing outreach or when we're sharing the gospel, you know, whatever that might look like. Um. It, it it seems like that's where it stops. Like we're just share, we're sharing the gospel and that's it. Well, that's that's really not it. You know, um, if you're if you're putting on an event or whatever the case might be, if you're participating in a in an event, uh, then. Even if the event is only a one-day event, it may, it may translate into a long-term, um, long-term relationship with the person. You know, if a person shows up there and accepts Christ, then that's not that's not the ultimate the end goal. I mean, it is the goal that we want them to accept Christ, but that's not the end of it, though, because now they're on a path that they may not know anything about. And I I can tell you from experience, it gets once you're on that path, it gets harder. It doesn't necessarily get easier. Oh, yeah. Um. So that's when the it goes from from outreach and and um evangelism to discipleship and that's a whole another another thing that we could probably spend an hour talking about at a later date but oh, uh, <laughs> so that would be for as far as this particular uh, uh podcast goes uh, don't don't get caught in that short-minded or short-term thinking. Um, always have that long-term discipleship in your excuse me in your mind, because if somebody accepts Christ, you know, if somebody asks you to pray for them help them pray to accept Christ and then you turn around and walk away and they disappear forever (laughs) you know like you need to be able to keep in contact with them and um, you know just regular check-ins all kinds of different things that we can get into later but um, yeah and keep the the main thing the main thing you know god is first and foremost beyond that take it as it comes because god's in god's sovereign he's in control he's gonna he's gonna work things for his for his glory and the good of those that love him so yep that's the truth So there it is, people. Take it and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
So with that, I bid you adieu. Adieu. We love you. Adieu. <laughs> you and you and you. <laughs> God loves you. We love you. Yeah, God loves you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.